0: Man, oh man, I, you know, I've gotten a lot of reaction to things over the course of my stellar and remarkable broadcast career. But the reaction I got from a monologue last week reacting to the news made by the New York State Senate where they gave a standing ovation to murder. they calling it abortion. I have received so many uh responses favorable responses to that that it 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 kind of i don't get feedback much anymore you don't after 30 years people just expect certain things and when you deliver it's what's expected it's normal so i really don't get a whole lot of feedback i have been overwhelmed with feedback and apparently a couple of other websites picked up the story and ran the transcript of what i said daily wire was one of them and it um you know it's 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 I think it was timely because of a singular observation about it. And let me just briefly recap it because it's going to serve as a transition into a further development of the the whole idea, the topic, which is... Well, I've got a piece here from, I think it's Powerline. Some, one of the writers there says, what's happened to the left? Nobody can understand what has happened to these people. Well, I do. I understand exactly what's happened. They have become poisoned by a loathing hatred for us. I mean, it really isn't any more complicated. And there's a tweet here from Ben Stein. You'll know who Ben Stein is. Well-known raconteur, Hollywood actor, does commercials, a lecturer. He has been a writer and editor at the American Spectator. His father was Herb Stein, chief economist advisor for Richard Nixon. Um... And Ben Stein tweets, we have a society in which there are an awful lot of people who have no idea that Stalin, Hitler, Mao Zedong, all came to power promising the same kinds of things that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is promising. And it led to mass murder, it led to dictatorship, it led to genocide. Now, what would you call it? All that is true. It's absolutely true, but it's not just Cortez. Folks, this is what the Democrat Party has become. Let me ask you something. You remember what happened to the kid, the Covington High School kids? Do you know of one person who stood up? ...on the Democrat side and rejected the treatment that kid was getting from their supporters. There wasn't one elected Democrat. They all piled on instead. There wasn't one elected Democrat who stood up and told everybody on his or her side to calm down. Now, what happened was the actions against the kid led by the media were joined by others in the media and the Democrat Party, and the kid and kids were then targeted as the perpetrators, as the guilty. Meanwhile, the congressional black Israelites, who were the real perpetrators, the real vile, defamatory, hate-filled people, got a total pass, as did the aging and frail Indian chief, Nathan Phillips. But the point is that there wasn't one, not even in their diocese, There wasn't one Catholic leader who stood up to defend them at first. Everybody got on the roll of blaming them. There wasn't one person with the courage, other than some of us in the media, to stand up and oppose what was happening to those kids and to try to get the facts and the story right. There wasn't one Democrat, there wasn't one elected or appointed Democrat anywhere who stood up and warned everybody on his or hers, calm down, calm down, this is not looking good for us. They all piled on. This is unchecked, unabated hatred for us. Now, going back to the New York State Senate, you know, you can go back, and somebody's done this, pictures in 1965 on Easter. You had the Empire State Building and a couple of other tall skyscrapers. The only lights on in the building, and there are three of them in the picture, are the cross, signifying Easter. But last week, after the New York State Senate legalized murder, calling it abortion, the same buildings are lit up in pink. To honor who? Who has pink as their color? Well, the militant feminazis. Uh, and the pro-abortion crowd and even some some the, the pink is a color in the gay rainbow. These are clearly different times. and here's Ben Stein's tweet about Stalin, Hitler, Mao Zedong. you could throw Fidel Castro in this mix. You could throw a pot into this mix. You'd, any left wing dictator results in walls being built to keep prisoners, citizens in, And to keep dissenters dead, imprisoned, or shot. And yet, today, if you mention that to people like Ocasio-Cortez or any of these other liberals today, they don't even have to be millennials. They can be the parents of these kids. That's ancient history. That's old stuff. We've dealt with that. That's never happening again. And then they focus right back on us. We are the threat. We, being conservatives and some Republicans, we represent the threat to them. They're not worried about becoming Hitler all over again. They're not worried about becoming Mao Zedong. That's who they are when you get down to it in terms of their totalitarian instincts, authoritarian instincts. They are Stalinist to the core. They are intolerant. And let me read to you a tweet. There was, You know the writer Andrew Sullivan? He is a, he's a liberal, and on occasion he writes pieces that go against the liberal grain. And he wrote such a piece about these kids at Covington and the media treatment and how aghast he was at how that whole story developed where none of it was true and the media didn't try to fact-check it and get to the truth said so the elite media seemed eager to downplay their role, referring to them only in passing, noting briefly they were known to be anti-Semitic and anti-gay. Um, these are the black Hebrew Israelites that he's talking about who got who were given a, a pass. Uh, and then he cites other media people who wrote just terribly egregious things about this. And he's now being attacked for varying away, veering away from the required mindset and viewpoint on this. They are intolerant of anybody who strays from the orthodoxy. And the orthodoxy is that MAGA hat and a smirking 17-year-old kid is the enemy today, the target, the epitome of what needs to be vanquished. And so... There's a law school, the law school at George Mason University is called Scalia Law School. And somebody named David Bernstein there found a comment elsewhere on Andrew Sullivan's piece. I want to read this comment to you. This is not an outlier comment. This is not something from the fringe. This is who they are. And by they, I mean today's Democrat Party. I mean today's American left I mean the, the majority of today's media. Here's, the, here's, the, here's the, the, the comment to the Andrew Sullivan piece, and this, this comment totally opposed to Sullivan looking at this case involving the Covington kids reasonably. Quote, I don't know who was truly the aggressor or bad guy in this situation, but I do know this. These were wealthy, privileged, white teenagers in MAGA hats marching against abortion. That's plenty of reason to want to beat the heck out of them until there's nothing left but giblets and red jelly. I don't hate them for smirking and peacefully protesting against the people I disagree with. And I don't hate them for what they did necessarily. I hate them for what they are. And what they represent. Screw these kids for their politics. Screw them for their Catholicism and their KK conservatism and their hateful hats. You shouldn't need a video of some excrement heel with a punchable face to know that. And then he goes on a little bit against Andrew. Folks, that's who these people are. And one of the reasons they exist today is that we have never stood up to oppose them. Uh, We have. The Republican Party has not stood up and opposed them. The Republican Party has sought, rather, their approval. And it's not just the Republican Party. It's all Republicans. It's uh, moderates that call themselves Republicans. It's some in the conservative media just don't want the confrontation, want the acceptance instead And so these people have really not faced any up other than at the ballot box. And that's another reason why they hate people that voted for Trump. The only real opposition these people have is a certain segment of the American voting population. That's all we have going for us. Well, besides Trump. They've become so accustomed to no accountability in the media and no serious political opposition from the elected political opposition Republican Party, that when there is any, they just freak out and seek to demolish it. And it's been 20 or 30 years that they've pretty much been able to get away with whatever without any real accountability. And I don't know how many times I told, I, I was telling somebody earlier today, I can, I, 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 there's so many times I can't count the number of moderate Republicans that came up to me you got to get these Republicans to stop talking about abortion. We're going to never win an election again. We're, gonna, we're, 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 we're social liberals and fiscal conservatives, and you got to get a- I mean, everywhere I went, whenever the Republicans lost an election, it was assumed that was why. And I always said to them, let me tell you something. If we're not willing to stand up for life, what the hell else are we going to be able to have any value in? I tried to tell them that it was about so much more than abortion. It's, if you don't have a government that is willing to stand up for life, wherever it is, but particularly of its own citizens, and if you have a population that is not oriented in the same direction, then you're, you're, you're going to watch the slow devolution of anything of value if life is not worth fighting for. Yep, we we all only get one and if we're not going to even engage the battle to snuff out life if we're not even going to engage the people who want to get rid of undesirable babies then what 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 else is going to fall by the wayside and that is what we're seeing crime rate goes up everything goes up Daniel Patrick Moynihan defining deviancy down so much perverted garbage continues to happen that we are unable to deal with it so we all automatically eventually declare it normal and as all kinds of crimes and injustices are suddenly given up the fight against to proclaim normal then we have the declining moral foundation of our society. We're living the practical results of it, and it was epitomized by standing ovations in the New York State Senate when they applauded the fact that non-medical personnel can now do abortions even up to the due date, and if a baby in the womb is, is intended to be aborted and survives the process, they can go ahead and kill it after birth. That was given a standing ovation, too. And then they turn the lights pink on the buildings in New York City in celebration. I'm just telling you that when, when that is a degradation and a devaluing that I don't know how you you, you account for. And, but it's it didn't happen overnight. This stuff has been creeping up on us. And there have not been... Well, I don't mean to impugn people who have devoted their lives and have fought very hard against it, but in terms of the uh, real commitment to this, it's kind of been it's kind of been wavering, and now everybody's asking why were they applauding murder? And I'll tell you, I, the answer again is because here's the, here's the big change, and this this is another illustration of just how far our decline culturally and societally has been. For all of those years, when abortion was discussed, it was always framed in terms of a civil rights issue or a human rights issue for the mother. A woman's right to choose is what it was about. Pregnancy is an illness. Pregnancy is a psychological disorder, potentially. Uh, It was never, whenever we discussed abortion, the fact that it was a human being was not permitted to be discussed. Couldn't even discuss the concept of when does life begin because there wasn't a life there. It was nothing other than a freedom issue. Civil rights, human rights, it was a women's rights issue. That's the way it was discussed. They couldn't dare admit to what the practical result of this was. Well, all that's out the window. They don't even have to hide what they're doing now. They're applauding what they're doing. The New York State Senate did not give a standing ovation to women's rights being furthered or a woman's right to choose being advanced. They were applauding the ability now to abort a child up to the due date and then snuff out the life of a child that survives the, the abortion—that's so they—they're they're not even afraid anymore to be honest about what this issue is. They don't have to mask it or camouflage. And note, they're not masking or camouflaging much of anything else because they don't think there's anybody that's going to stop them. Because they know that if anybody does stand up and try to stop them, well, you want to know what your life will be like? Ask Donald Trump. And how many people are willing to put their lives on the line? Like nobody wants to have the abuse Trump gets every day, elected official or not.